no better way to get better at football than playing football. So, like, you know. Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Right, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts Cast, part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, yo, yo. Please be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter handle is at the Colts Cast, and our Instagram is at Colts Cast. Go ahead and search us up on YouTube as well. Just search the Colts Cast on YouTube. Got all our videos up. It's great. Um, let, let, let's just get it. Let's get right into it, Jamal. It's Super yeah. Bowl Sunday. Yeah. What you got on your mind, man? Hey, man, you know, like you said, Super Bowl Sunday, and you know what else comes out during Super Bowl time are the uh, Hall of Fame nominations and nominees for the upcoming year. So I uh, I just threw on this jersey today for the people on YouTube. You can see it's a Andrew Luck jersey. Oh, yeah. Eric, we, we know he is now officially eligible. I got to ask you, Eric. No. Is he? he not be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Because I've seen, I've seen some mixed things. I've seen mixed things. I think, yeah, you see some mixed things from biased Colts fans. But <laughs> I don't know if you can put Andrew Luck into the Hall of Fame. Um, I see why he's eligible and people are talking about him, but I don't think you know first ballot automatic. He he's in there. I I think there's some discussion to be had. I can't. I can't say that he he should deserve a Hall of Fame. I mean, that's just my opinion, though. So, okay, I gotta say, I agree. I agree uh, wholeheartedly. You you can't do it. You know, it's not like he was at the apex of his career. He was still on on the climb up, and he hadn't done anything yet uh, to make him stand as a first ballot Hall of Fame. You know, draft pick. It's one of those things where you have to you you have to you have to have accolades you have to you know give something to the game and i just don't think he reached that point he he was theoretically on his way there and we were hoping that he would have got there to that finish line but with not getting there and just you know going out the way everything happened um you know i i no he he did his thing in college he's in the college hall of fame and i think that he's completely content with that I don't think he's really fishing for NFL Hall of Fame, um, but I just don't think that he he did what we needed to in the league to. He he did what he needed to for the Colts for the time being, right? As far right. as being in that upper echelon, yeah, of players, I I don't know. Especially non Colts fans will will say Andrew Luck is 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 in there, right? So we'll see what happens. We will see, yeah. Yeah, it's still early in the morning on February 12th, and we still don't have a head coach. Shocker. That was expected, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not going to, we weren't going to get any news <laughs> yesterday. We're definitely not getting any today unless Jim Ursay is bent off the henny. Hey. I don't expect that, but we're, <laughs> we're getting one next week. I, I, I'm certain that we'll get one next week. So we're down to four finalists, I believe. Mm-hmm. We're just uh, still playing merry go round. We just, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta Jeff go. Jeff Saturday's still in the in, in the finalists. Did you for, see? Did you see? Yeah, yeah, Shaq was saying. Yeah, Shaq was saying how uh, they 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 like Jeff Saturday. You know, they they wouldn't. You know, they know he brings what they need to the table and all this other jazz. Amen. All right. Amen. <laughs> let's get let's <laughs> let's get into our main segment. 
Uh, so we we've been kind of Debbie Downers on some episodes talking about, you know, the failures of the Colts. Let's talk about something, you know, on the brighter side. Let's talk about basically the best position group we have on the Indianapolis Colts. You know, the one that has the least amount of worry to us. You know, something we can after the draft, we, we don't even have to take a pick in that position group. We don't even have to make offseason moves. We know next season. They're going to be stellar, and they're going to be our best position group. Jamal, who is our best position group? Who has the least amount of worry? <sighs> least amount of worry, in my eyes, linebackers, linebacker core. Um, man, th- these guys, they they were nice all year long. We take a look at them. I mean, we rounded out with two of the top ten tacklers this season in our core. Number four being Zaire Franklin, 167 total tackles. Came in at number seven on the solo tackles at 83. Bobby O'Karake at number 10 for total, 151 tackles. And number four at solo tackles at 85. And two dudes were all over the place, everywhere we needed them to be. And I'm not going to forget about EJ Speed, 63 tackles, one sack, two forced fumbles. Um, you know, And I know that's significantly lower than with those other two guys. But EJ was out there grinding, and we needed him to do what he needed to do. Um, Zaire, I mean, this this dude, just a standout year for him. Obviously, we expected Shaq to be back uh, out there playing, but life happens. And Zaire said, hey, don't even worry about it. I got y'all, dog. Seventh round draft pick. Seventh round. Special teams man just said, yeah, it was my throne for the taking. And he did he did just that, especially in a season where Bobby Okereke had so much to prove because we all know he's a free agent this year. He's trying to get that money. He's oh, trying yeah. to get paid. So you got to show up and show out. Zaire said, I got you, big dog. Watch this. So it was fun watching both of them play. I, I mean, it was not even just both of them, all three or all of our linebackers. I, I like the interchangeability we had with them. Um, they were just always there, always present for us. And, and I just, I, I like, Zaire moving forward. I like Okereke moving forward. I like speed moving forward. And I say all that because we still have that potential. And I say potential in big air quotes of Shaq Leonard coming back because we know that anything can happen in the league. We know his injuries are there. We know that this is a time where the Colts may be looking to try to get down to that number one pick. I know that some of these other fake, uh, or, or I shouldn't say fake, but mock, uh, scenarios have had us trading Jonathan Taylor and doing all this other stuff. You got a prime that, that's time. not happening. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, especially when you have a you got a primetime weapon on the defensive side of the ball, and you got another emerging star who just showed you that. I mean, you know, he can he can do it, and it will be different. I mean, what Zaire broke the single season record for most tackles for us this year, right? Uh, so he, I mean, he he's been doing it, and and I don't want to get too hyped on. One gigantic season because we know how that's happened. We know how that happened <laughs> with JT. I mean, we know how this stuff goes, but I can't deny the fact that this is someone who came in the game with nothing to lose and and just went out there and, and made it his own. So um, Shaq is still, you know, he can, he's still tabled for now. I know he wants to be back. He, he says it day in and day out. He is a leader on this team. Uh, but if I'm, if I'm Colts leadership, and I saw what I saw to Franklin, and I could see his work ethic in the building and all that stuff. You got that in your back pocket, man. Um, you can use that to, to, to your advantage, to your ability. 
Um, and I if we had a healthy Shaquille Leonard. Oh man, added to this group. And man, what happens? I don't even know, man. It would be that that elevation would be next level. Nobody's getting past that second level. It, yes, exactly. Yeah, man, it could be dangerous. It could be real dangerous. And and that's where I just want to know, like, like what what do the Colts want to do? Because EJ Speed's also going to be a free agent this year, as well. You know, with with Okara case, so we got we got some things to think about. Because Colts, should you be looking to bring them back? Maybe looking towards the draft. I mean, I personally know that Okereke is going to want that big boy money. We know that. But is this a time where you can say, let's work out a deal? We know you want to be here. You, you're home. You know your people. You know your coaches. You you know the, the core that's around you. That's selling points. If I'm the Colts, I'm like, hey, man, let me show you what I can do for you. You don't need to sell yourself to me because I already know what you can do. Let me sell myself to you and show you what I can bring to the table as an organization. So I think that they got some work to do with that. Um, you know, I don't know what how EJ's speed will go, uh, but I think that he's definitely a value player. We, sh- we can keep around for a great value. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest things out of our linebacker core, and, I, and take a look at them, you know, you kind of ask yourself, well, uh, total defense, we set in the middle of the pack for, for the season, set in the middle to lower end of the pack. Um, man, the defense spends so much time on the field this year. So much time on the field. We look at time of possession, and I know time of possession is like kind of a taboo thing just because just because a team may have 30-plus minutes of having the ball doesn't mean they're producing. We saw that with us this year. Just because T.O.P. will show, you know, we have just over 30 minutes of the ball. How many times we scored? Not a lot. We, we were held, holding the ball for a while or getting a boatload of drives but we weren't doing anything with it. So the defense was always on the field. Um, so I, and that's why I think that they did such a great job, this linebacker core with what they had, because they, they rarely had a break and people will say, Oh, defense is supposed to just make the stops and get off the field. Well, there were plenty of times the defense made stops to get off the field, but they just couldn't because offense found a way to screw it up, whether that be fumbling the ball, I don't know, 17, 18 times, throwing 14 interceptions, et cetera. So they had to hop right back on. Uh, so I was just impressed with the linebacker core this year, man. I I, I think they did exactly what they needed to do, um, and, and it looked great. And I'm excited for what's to come, but it can definitely get a little hairy when it comes to thinking of the free agency So I I and, and injuries and trades. I mean, no one's off the table. We know that. No one's off the table in a rebuilding not rebuilding but in a advanced year like the Colts are trying to get to yeah like are the Colts gonna enter full rebuild I don't really know yet it doesn't look like it I think they're gonna enter that tiny rebuild especially just at the quarterback position mm-hmm. um but we'll see what they do with the offensive line but you know I can't argue with you there linebacker core has been strong uh Zaire Franklin like you said stand out um Bobby Okereke I'm assuming he walks um, it, it, he's the reason I kind of didn't choose this linebacker group. Cause I'm thinking about the future. Um, spot track has him at the calculated market value, about 2.3 million average annual salary. I feel like he's going to want more than that. Um, but that that's the value they calculated for him. We'll see what happens. We'll see if the Colts can retain them. Um, they, they already got, you know, Shaquille Leonard on the books for 19, almost 20 million a year you know, how how much money can they throw at these linebackers uh especially some of these linebackers that 
you know, that position isn't valued as highly as others. Um, but we know Shaquille Leonard is a different type of linebacker. Um, he, he's an impact player, and we know that. So we'll see what happens. Um, before we, you know, get into my favorite group, my least worry, I really want to give a shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook, our sponsor. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern uh, to see what the prop bet will be boosted. So we're talking about prop bets, basically. Look. Patrick Mahomes, healed ankle. Let me get that rushing yards prop. Let me get that over. I like that. You got to put it it all on the line. (laughs) Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So, like I said, I'm not going to argue with linebackers. I think that's a solid group. Um, but I I will petition my group. Uh, you know, I think you could all, also argue defensive end, but just just because Unique and Gakway and Quiddy Pay, they're, they're pretty strong on that side. You know, not top five pass rushers, but for the Colts, a really strong group. Um, but then I would say, you know, the depth behind it. You know, Taekwon Lewis always being hurt. I know there's Dio Denimbo De- and Ifidio Denimbo. Uh, they've had pretty good seasons. Uh, but Ben Benagu, feel like he hasn't seen much action. But anyway, that brings me to running back. You like that pick, Jamal? Running backs. I actually, I do. I do like that. I'm curious to, to hear your rationale behind it, but I do like that because... You know, I like the offensive side of the ball a whole lot. Again, this is just my opinion. Our running back group should be the least of our worries. Why? Let's start with our star running back, Jonathan Taylor. Per Ian Rappaport, Taylor's ankle injury was described as minimally invasive and only to clean out his ankle. Only to clean it out. I, mean, I, <laughs> I guess that's surgery. But um, he's been fighting through the injury since week four. You know, he wanted to be on the field and do what he does best. No structural damage was found and he's expected to be fully healthy by training camp. Fully healthy Jonathan Taylor. I like it. Like I said last episode, I'm willing to give JT a pass for the 2022 season. He wasn't healthy. His offensive line was a disaster and the coaching was elementary. His yards per carry fell from five and a half in 2021 to four and a half in 2022. That extra yard really means a lot in averages. It, It really does. Might not seem a lot. On the surface, but it, it matters. He only had 380 yards after contact this year compared to 941 in 2021. That's a dramatic difference. But we have to take into account that he played in six fewer games this season. Six. What's fascinating to me is the amount of broken tackles he had this season. 24, according to Pro Football Reference. 24 broken tackles. You know how high, highly ranked that is for this season? That's fifth, fifth among Ooh. eligible players. Man. And that's, you know, a cumulative stat. Playing in only 11 games. 
Look, Jonathan Taylor still has the juice, guys. I'm excited to see him play next season and return to that borderline offensive player of the year form. I'm telling you, he's still got it. I mean, 24 broken tackles in 11 games. Fifth among eligible players. I, I want to remind y'all about that. Zach Moss, been pretty good in the limited run with the Colts this year. He was acquired in the Naheem Hines trade. I didn't think much of him when we got him. But after that Chargers game where he posted 5.4 yards per carry, I said, wait a second, we might be okay in the running game without Jonathan Taylor. And we were. He had his best game against the Houston Texans, racking up 114 rushing yards on 18 carries with a touchdown. A 100-yard game on less than 20 carries is impressive, no matter who does it. But Moss, um, you know, I, I think he was some like he he was our best offensive player in the few games in which he started. A lot of games, Texans game. Not even Chargers guy. JT, you know, he's probably still going to be the lead back, going to be our workhorse. You know, he's going to be seeing 20 to 25 touches. But I think Moss can be a good compliment for a few touches a game, getting there for a breather. He's also that safety net if Taylor were to go down for, for any reason. Um, Deion Jackson, uh, I you know, Zach Moss, I feel like, is the better runner. But Jackson was getting it done in the passing game. You know, when he got the opportunities, came up big in the second Jacksonville game with 10 catches for 79 receiving yards. Another big game at the end of the season against the Texans. I That that seems to be a trend. Like, <laughs> Texans, everyone has their best game against the Houston Texans, but they could turn it around. Anyway, six catches for 75 receiving yards. You know, not sure what his future is going to be like for the Colts. Again, with the healthy Jonathan Taylor coming back. Uh, but I can, I can say he showed some potential as a passing down back. Yeah, like I said, JT's going to be that workhorse. JT usually gets the passing downs work too. You know, they don't usually run like a a dual running back back there where someone comes in on third downs. JT will stay in, but if we retain Jackson and try to utilize him, I don't know, man. Get him, get him underneath in the flats where he did most of the damage this season. We'll see if the new coach wants to use him. Uh, all all that's to say is like I'm confident about this running back group going forward. Uh, whether we retain Jackson or not, or Moss, I mean, we still have JT, and if, if they find somebody better than Moss and Jackson, you know, I, I can't be mad about that either, right? No, you're you're 100 right, and you ain't have to sell me that good on on the, on the running backs. I was already going to say <laughs> yes to no matter what you said when you mentioned JT. Uh, but no, man, that was freaking spot on. I and I like that that 24 broken tackles. Uh, I know you mentioned that he didn't have as many yards after contact this season. We, When you think back to last season with him, he wasn't even getting touched on the first level. He was getting touched on the second level and then breaking him off. This year, of course, he was getting hit on the first level, and that was one of the biggest difference. I noticed the few games you know, he did play, he was getting hit in the backfield versus him having a chance to shake and bake and get to the next mm -hmm. level and then get touched. Um, so, yeah, I am, I am excited. I'm glad to hear about that minimally invasive. Uh, clean out they had there because that just lets me know that he's about to come back. This dude is young. He 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 doesn't give up. And that's the biggest thing. Like when you look at someone like him, if he were he's still, I should say like he's still a very humble player from what I've seen. He's not he's not gonna be someone who's gonna be like, yo, you must forgot who I am in a negative way. He knows that that, that spot is his and I know he has a chip on his shoulder of wanting to come back especially at the never missing, you know, game, never missing practice, you know, the, the fumble issues he had pre 
Colts. Then he cleaned it all up. And then this year he had a couple fumbling issues. So I know he's mm-hmm. been working hard in, in, in the in the lab. Uh, because I know I've even seen him before where he's talked about, you know, all he does is go back and watch games to see what he could have done better. I'm like, dude, how can you see what you could have done better in a game where you rush for 180 yards? You still think you could have, <laughs> like, so when someone tells yeah, me I that. Not that 200 piece. Exactly. Like, yeah. that's that's the motivation I want to see. And I know he makes other players around him better. But, I mean, like you said, that Zach Moss, too, he looked really nice as well. I was excited to see him because I'll be the first person to tell you that when that trade happened with Naheem, I was like, yeah, we just got a piece of cornbread. You know what I mean? Like, what are we going to do with this? And, <laughs> and, and he, he he did good. He did good. So I'm yeah. excited for that for that running back uh, core. And, oh, man, I, I don't know, man. I'm ready to see what they can do this year. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is an asset to us. And anyone that thinks he's easily replaceable needs to go watch that JT run in the fourth quarter against the Patriots in 2021 mm. where he went straight up the middle and had two linebackers staring at him in the face and somehow made the cut to get away from them and then burst through that second level and was untouched for like an 80 or 70 yard touchdown. Yeah. To end the game. That usually doesn't happen on a little HP power. So it sure it doesn't. Because they were expecting just to get four or five yards to get them to the next to get the next play going. Just the first down, yeah, yeah, just to burn the time. But he yeah. just he ended the game ended like, the right game. there. <laughs> and what was funny is I, I remember after that game, he said he was looking back at the sideline to see if the see, coaches wanted yeah. him to, <laughs> to go, to go yeah, down or whatever. To go down at yeah. the, like in the five yard line, which is awesome. But I yeah. guess they were just like, go go go. <laughs> so that that's awesome. JT's yeah. the man, and our running grip running back group are studs and that's all i gotta say man hey i like it Ooh, man, i'm ready for some I, i'm ready for some 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 mini camp stuff and i'm ready to get ready ready to get rolling yeah I'm, i want this head coach i want to see this pre-draft process because yeah. i have I, I got people in my ear i, I put up an anthony richardson mock draft on twitter just saying if we stayed at four and drafted them i have people coming in my ear saying he's gonna be in the next one like willis <laughs> anthony richardson Played in the SEC. Talk to him. <laughs> played in the SEC. Anthony um, Malik Willis. Can you guys tell me what conference they played in? They, they were independent until this year. Where they're now going into the Conference USA. I'm not going to come at anyone's division in collegiate football. But I am going to say the SEC is built different. It's a different competition level. Like It, it really is. There's a reason why all four quarterbacks... Who are projected to be the first four quarterbacks off the board played in the SEC, except CJ Stroud, of course. That's Ohio State. But the first three, potentially, we'll see. So, we'll see, we'll see. That's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. I want to podcast about finding two grand platforms you to listen to the podcast. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. And hopefully, a head coach. And hopefully, a head coach. Enjoy some Super Bowl Sunday. Y'all take care. Enjoy it.